Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hi, guys. Welcome back for another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. Here we have another guest, Stephanie. Stephanie, welcome. So Stephanie of The Awakened Business helps coaches, healers, and spiritual entrepreneurs craft an irresistible message to attract ideal clients online without marketing. She's a wild creation coach, soul storyteller, and unmarketer who uses curious questions, guided visualization, stories, and play to alchemize joyful creations in all its forms. Guys, welcome, Stephanie. So excited. Stephanie, I think this is an awesome conversation for us to have because so many people are branching off into entrepreneurship. So many people are branching off into kind of understanding their niche and what they want to do kind of to contribute to the world. So welcome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And what a great intro. (laughs) I know. Isn't it weird when you listen to your own intro? You're like, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) So can you tell me about your story and how did you get here um, into doing this work? Yeah. So I will give you um, the most recent installment of the story, which of course is lifelong. And that is two and a half years ago, I left my marriage um, and loving relationship, was still loving as I left, of 22 years. Wow. Left the business that we own together in which we made over a million dollars in online sales um, over the course of about nine years and the home that I had in New York. And I did this to travel and pet sit and see the world. I said, I, I've always lived my life in this little corner, you know, like that's kind of what was happening. And so I had learned how to do things by the rules in business and also in relationship and never really asked myself, what do I want? And so I started doing that and went off on this journey. And a part of that evolution has, it's, it's touched every area of my life, relationships, um, health, the lifestyle that I have, the way that I make choices, and of course, also my business. So now I find myself often working with these coaches and healers and wellness practitioners who also feel like the rules of business don't fit for them, or they want something different, but they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how it's continuing to evolve. I'm still in it. I love it. And and thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story on finding yourself and, you know, being in this corner, in this niche, in this box, if you will, because we tend to box ourselves into the expectations of the world and society, until something in inside of us is like, free me, let me go. <laughs> and so, you know, you did that. And can you share a little bit about your bravery in doing that before we get into like the coaching? Because I feel like part of your mission in helping others has to do a lot with your mission and your bravery. Mm. Yes. So this was not an overnight thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I, th- I knew I kind of always had this feeling actually that that the marriage I was in wasn't exactly for me, mm. but I also felt called to do it. I don't know if you've ever had that experience, like, no, it's not exactly for me, but do it anyway. Um, happens to me all the time. And I think it was, it started to dawn on me and it was a full year 
before I actually left that I knew, like I had that knowing and I freaked out. Like, oh, I, I, I can't do this. You know, like, no, I had all the thinking about it. I had all the feeling about it, but my inner knowing, and I make a distinction there. Like, it's more like just this knowing that's more neutral. Like, yep, it's time to end this in this form. And I made a promise to myself and to my husband in myself, you know, it was for him and me that if I was to leave, when I leave, it will be from a place of clarity, not from fear or anger or despair, but from clarity because we loved each other. There was no question. There was no abuse. There was nothing that was like really like I couldn't point. I didn't have a good reason. Right. Other than I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. Like that's not good enough of a reason. Yeah. Hello. But of course, that was where I was at the time. So it took me a year and working with, with a coach to really get clear that I had that clarity. Like I didn't have it. And then once I was in that place of peace, I knew like, okay, it's time. And I didn't do it perfectly. But I did it in such a way that my ex-husband and I are friends. We talk regularly and we both are growing in ways that I don't think we would have if we'd stayed together, which is what I sensed but could not know at the time. Wow. That, that is, that's deep. That's deep. And so you're in this space, you leave, and your journey begins with coaching others. Yeah. And I had, I had been doing coaching before, but of course especially when we choose this path of transformation as what we do in the world, not just personally for ourselves, the way that we create and the way that we coach or work, I don't even like the word work with others anymore. You know, I, I say like they are my client playmates because we're co-creating and playing. Um, it changes along with it. So I've found that many of the people who find me are in a similar place, sometimes in relationship. Actually, a lot of relationship stuff comes in. Even though I'm working with entrepreneurs, they don't feel that they're fully expressing themselves. Mm. Or they feel like my life doesn't quite feel like mine, or my business doesn't feel like mine, like something doesn't fit. And I think it's my own journey that has really informed that. And as I discover and learn more, I'm sharing that with them very naturally. That's amazing. So is this what unfolded you to do creation coaching? And what is what is creation coaching? Because it's a cool <laughs> word, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. And it's funny because that that title means something to me and I talk about it and I'll write about it. So I call myself a wild creation coach mm -hmm. and a soul storyteller. And because these are the two main things that I do with people. And Wild creation to me is this space where we enter into infinite possibilities and the unknown. So, so many times when people come to me, they'll say, oh, I want to get more clients for my business, or I want to go online. And like I've had, I have had therapists who wanted to become coaches to change the dynamic of the work they do and go online. But inevitably, because we're in this space of wild creation, and most of the time, what we think we want is not what we actually want because we're not allowing ourselves to want it, right? Again, back with my story and the theme, mm -hmm. what they really want emerges. And it's something that surprises us both. So it's a wild creation because you don't know what you're going to get. 
but it's going to be better than what you would have dreamed or imagined. But there's a certain amount of willingness to step into that that makes me different than other coaches who say, okay, what do you want? We're going to get those results. We're going to go for it like a pit bull. Like, yes, we will. There will absolutely be tangible results, but there's this X factor that I love, which I call wild creation. So that's what I'm talking about there. And the soul storyteller piece is like the other thing that I do is draw out a person's story, what their deep purpose is, which they may or may not be aware of or able to articulate because we are living it. Inevitably, they're already living it and help them to articulate it as a message that connects with their ideal clients. Um, even if they're not even sure yet who those people are, right? So there's this storytelling aspect. And I also use story as a part of transformation. So it's personal, it's for marketing, and it's also a transformational tool. So all of those kind of come into play. So how do we how do we get there? So if a person comes to you that's an entrepreneur and is like, listen, I want, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll use me. Let's say, you know, as a, as a mental health therapist and wanting to transition into coaching for various reasons, because once you're licensed, you're licensed in a state. And so in order to reach a larger population, coaching is the best way instead of being licensed in 50 states, you know, and expensive, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if you will. So if someone came to you and was like, listen, this is what I want to do. I want to touch lives. I want to, um, my target population is women help me, help me. Cause I need clients and I want to do this. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm going to do is really like sense into that. And I would be like, okay, tell me about it. Tell me about what you truly desire. And inevitably there's somewhere where they're putting a box on what they want. Mm-hmm. There's a place where I can feel it's not alive. And so I'll gently question into that. Like, well, what if you could really have it look any way you want? Or another question I might ask is, what if your life is a blank slate? Mm. It's a blank canvas. What are you going to put on it? You don't have to put anything you've created before because so often we look at, okay, well, here's what I've got on my plate now. Mm -hmm. What can I do with this instead of creating from that infinite possibilities? So that's where I would begin. And then following your inspiration, your curiosity, depending on where the person is, like some people are tuned into the excitement and enthusiasm. And all we have to do is like get them talking about it. And then it begins to unfold. Like this is how our intuition, our inner wisdom guides us. It's not from the head. We use the head. I love the intellect, but it's in, it's always in service of that deeper wisdom and heartfelt passion, right? So tapping into that, if one is, um, is not aware of it yet, it begins as a curiosity. Well, what? What if? I wonder. And so that's how we find the path. So as far as like, how do I reach more clients? Oh, geez. Well, well, what's joyful for you? Mm. I love this idea of ditching the concept of marketing altogether. Like, what if we, what if we don't market anymore? You know, and that sounds like, like what? What if it can be as simple as just really getting clear on your powerful message, who you want to reach, and then letting the transformation that you create with people be the way that you reach them. So it's as clean as possible. You don't need strategies unless they're in service of that. So it might be that, okay, I just really love talking to people and working with them. So, okay, how could you do that and let people see it and invite the right people to see it? So maybe that means a Facebook Live or do it on a podcast, or perhaps you love teaching about what you do. 
So you create a podcast, which is kind of what I see you doing, or maybe it's writing if you like to write. There's a way in which what you love can be your marketing. So it doesn't feel all heavy and strategic and gimmicky and hypey and tactical. You know what? I love that you're saying that because I feel like it releases the stress. When people think about small businesses, because a lot, lot, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of people are going into entrepreneurship, you know, opening up small businesses. Really, this time in quarantine set a lot of things in stone for a lot of folks. But the marketing piece is where you see the stressors, the, the prices that you have to pay, especially if you're starting from a blank canvas. You don't have any funds. These are your ideas. You don't have, you know, seed money, if you will, or you might have seed money, but you have to trickle into websites and this and that, et cetera. But when you say that, that you really, you, you mentioned the unmarketing, but telling your story and, and that authenticity, I think it takes away from that stress, but also opens up yourself to limitless, limitless possibilities in that you are who you are and your vibe, if you will, your vibe attracts your tribe. And, and that is either listeners or, you know, anyone to like sign up under coaching under you, whatever that is. Yes, it is so much less stressful. It takes off the stress if we allow it to, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's really our thinking that creates the stress about it. The stories we're telling ourselves about what marketing is. Mm -hmm. So, by saying like, we're not going to market, it just immediately like, there's a different story we're telling now, right? So we're still telling a story, but it's one that's much more empowering. It's also authentic because there's all this space for you to have your own expression in it. So like, I'll give you a couple examples because I think it's helpful to see. Um, like, so one of my clients who's on this journey with me is a sound healer. Mm-hmm. And so what she's doing and what we're experimenting with as a way to reach her people and invite them in for more is to do um, like to invite them to, it'll be either a Facebook live or perhaps a video wherein she's exploring this vision for what she wants to create in the world and inviting people to join her in it using her talents and skills, Mm -hmm. which are vocalizations. She does different sound frequencies and things like that. So She's actually going to do it as a way to quote unquote market or what I'm going to call unmarket because we're Mm -hmm. like getting rid of all those old associations. Another client has this beautiful framework as a coach for taking people through an adventure. So I said, well, what if instead of creating content, which is again, like kind of gets heavy and like, oh God, that's stressful. Now you're, what if you create a mini adventure every week and invite people to join you in it? Like that sounds like fun, right? She's like, oh yeah, what would that be? A little mini adventure. And have like a pool of these that she can pull from. So there's not pressure to like show up consistently and keep creating content. But now it's what inspires me and what way, what would I love to share with the world? And how can I do that as easily as possible in a way that makes it easy for my soulmate clients to recognize me and say yes to working with me without any pressure or hype necessary. And it's really beautiful. Yeah. I I love that you say that. I, um, I'm all about entrepreneurship. You know, I've dabbled in what people would say is like, um, what is it? Multimedia, not multi, but you know, like organizations where you sell and then you put people under you, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I've, I've loved entrepreneurship, but what, what is hard. And I've heard this from even other folks and close friends who are still in, in different types of businesses is that they don't like 
going after people and following and be like, Hey, so do you want to buy my product? Hey, so I'm just following up. Hey, so did you get this? Hey, Hey, Hey. And I get that because I feel like if you want it, it'll come. If you, Mm -hmm. if you're connected, we will vibe. And so I I love that you said that because that, that that's also pressure. And, and, and different businesses are different, you know, sales, salespeople have to be salespeople and they got to hit a quota target number, et cetera. But when you're doing coaching, when you're doing things that are going to impact people's lives, you have to be mindful of what you, you know, what, what's coming along. Mm -hmm. There's another piece in there that, so like, this is where we begin, but this is the piece that connects it all, that connects the dots for the people who you are meant to serve. And that is to let the transformation you do be the way you share it, right? So like just share you being you and connect it to what your ideal client wants and show them how you get them there with an invitation for more. So it's not like what I see is usually one or the other and not all connected. So you need to do this and create whatever it is you're doing in the world with intention. So the intention is like, okay, who getting really clear who do I want to invite in? What are we doing? And then letting them know all of that. Most of what I see in content out there that's designed to attract clients talks about um, the problem mm-hmm. and the solution. Right. And maybe an invitation to me. But how? But how? And this is where we can engage the intellect in a way that gives us gives people the information they need to make a really soul-based choice, a a, a choice from that knowing that doesn't need that emotional agitation of the problem in order to say yes. So like traditional marketing says you agitate the pain points of your like, right? Like immediately I'm like, yuck, no. And I learned how to do that. I spent 15 years studying internet marketing and how to do that and copy. There's another way that's more easy. So if you do that, what happens is you get someone deeply in touch with their emotions about it and all the stuff that's troubling them. And so they're desperately reaching for a life raft. And if you're there, the idea is, well, I'm your life raft and now you buy from me. But what happens is it doesn't show them, it doesn't set an example or encourage them to look within for their own inner wisdom. And so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's one way to do it. And it does make sales. But if you come from this place of really being upfront and clear about who you are and what you're about and who it's for and who it's not, like very specifically, people will know for themselves and there's no hype necessary. If you're communicating the value strongly with a powerful message that speaks to the heart and also that clear intention, they will know it and you don't have to use the hype. And really it's true. Like it's, this is not just something that, I mean, you can experiment with it yourself and I would highly encourage it. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's it's absolutely possible and it's beautiful and so much easier than the old way. I love it. So can you give us three tools, techniques, even five? I'm going to push it to five. <laughs> <laughs> tools that um, audience members can utilize as far as like unmarketing and, and soul storytelling. Mm, yeah. Okay. So this was a little different than as I envisioned this at first. So let's see. The first tool is to ask yourself, what do you really want to say? Okay. Like, so what do you really want to say to your ideal clients? Like there's something, you know, there are the things that you say, and then there's the thing that you kind of hold back on. 
like, oh, it's too radical. It's too much. Uh, They won't get it or it'll alienate people. What is that? Okay. Like that thing, it's really powerful because what I see with my client playmates is that they're often not going to that one area that they're, they're very passionate about, but it feels like too much because they're scared that if they put it out there, it will be misunderstood. It will drive people away. And there's this misunderstanding that we all make that more people in your audience is better. Well, it seems that way from one sense, like quantity-wise, but what happens is your message is weak. It's harder to stand out, right? Nobody recognizes you. You have to be you and let people see you to draw in the people who are really aligned with you, who will get you Mm -hmm. the value of what you do and love doing it the way you do it. So like I am, you know, I'm a business coach and I help people to grow their businesses in particular online Mm -hmm. and create really like one of a kind offers and messaging. But there are a million people out there who do that. Maybe a million is a slight exaggeration, (laughs) but there are lots and they do it in different ways. And my way is very different. Like, I'm not going to try to squeeze you into a formula. I'm not going to promise you exact specific results dependent upon what we're doing and the situation you come in because I like this wild creation idea. So if that's not okay for you, you want to go to someone who's narrowing what they do more so that they say, okay, you come in through this system and these are the exact results you're going to get. I like the surprise. Mm -hmm. So I want people who are okay with that. So in order to, like, I need to talk about that. And I need to say some things that perhaps are a little bit uncomfortable and they drive some people away. So here's another tool that you can use in your marketing to kind of uncover this for yourself. And that is finding your contrarian voice of wisdom. So I'll put that into easier, you know, non- fancy language, because I happen to like that phrase. I'm attached to it. No. Um, What do you believe that runs counter to what's usually understood or talked about in your industry? Mm. So what's different about what you believe? You know, what what are your clients doing that isn't working for them, that they misunderstand? Talk about that, those things, your point of difference, but not from a strategic point of view, from an authentic point of view. So for example, for myself, you know, there's a lot of like you have to have in the coaching industry, like you need to have a signature program and you need to identify your niche and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, oh, maybe. What if you stop all that and you get clear on what you really want first? Mm. That's the thing. Or, okay, here's another big one for me. I don't believe in having a client-centered business. This is kind of controversial, right? Like, And I, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm going to point out something different in what I believe. So my thoughts behind this, when you have a client-based business, that's wonderful if your job is just to work for your client. But what about you? Hmm. Don't you want a you-centered business? Mm-hmm. Like create your business, which you get to create it however you want for yourself, for the lifestyle you want, for the types of clients and the type of work that's a joy for you to do. Do that first and then think about your clients from that place and what they need. So it's actually like you-centered, not client-centered. And of course, we want to talk to the client's needs and the client's worldview and what language they're using to describe their problem. And yes, all that makes sense, but not until your business 
comes from you authentically and joyfully first and what you really want. So that's an example of how you might get to it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. So third, fourth, and fifth one. Oh, goodness. You're just going to push me. All right. Okay. So, I'll make it three. I'll make it three. We'll go back to three. I'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. They, they may emerge, right? Okay. They might. Stories as transformation. Mm-hmm. So I, all right, this is how it comes to me to share. There are so many ways. I love story because it's a beautiful metaphor and it's, it's how we live. Mm-hmm. A story in its simplest form is a sequence of events that happen, right? Like we tell stories constantly all the time. And in our minds, we are telling stories with our thinking Mm -hmm. and we live into those stories. So if you can change the story you're telling, or even just recognize that you're telling a story, you don't even have to change it. Immediately it opens up possibilities. So this is important because, you know, just kind of how I, I spoke and shared a bit about my story at the beginning, it very much mirrors the story of the people who will be drawn to create with me. Mm-hmm. So sharing your own story is important. Okay, I am going to give you four. So it's like, okay, briefly, in a nutshell, this, your story is like, what's the, what's the big challenge in your life? Like, what challenges have you had? What did you try to do to overcome them? What was your journey? Mm. What was the aha moment or aha moments? Like, when did it shift for you? And then from there, what, how does it inspire what you're now doing in your life and in your business? Like, what, like, it's probably what motivated you to do what you do. And what change are you inviting your clients to join you in being in the world? So, like, there's a greater mission that you have. What is it? Tell people about it. You know, we're not just we're not just losing weight, for example, right. or learning how to love ourselves more, but it's actually a movement in the world that creates more love or something. You know, whatever that is for you, like that's your story, that's your soul story. So you can tell that. Um just start simple, just write and see what happens or talk if you're not a writer, like or have a conversation with someone who can draw it out of you. Um, and then there's another piece. So I'll Yay, give you, you this other you story piece. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, well, you got to ask for it. Right, right? If you right. ask, you're much more likely to get it. Exactly. Story as a transformational tool. So sometimes what I'll do, and you can do this on your own, is just, all right, what's the problem? I'm putting that in air quotes in your life. What's the challenge or the problem that you have? Talk about it for a bit or write about it for a bit and then put it away. Mm-hmm. Done. Now tell a story, any story. Once upon a time, there was a character who did this and had this challenge, and then that happened. And so inevitably, your access to that infinite creativity will give you something in the form of a story that you can use for guidance or insight. There'll be an obvious meaning to your story, like, oh, well, I see how that relates to my life. But then there's a deeper meaning that you're probably not conscious of. You've got to look for that. So the way that you look for it is by asking, really, questions are so powerful. Like, all right, what is this, what is here in this story that I'm not seeing? What does this have to do with the problem or the challenge that I was just talking about? What message can I take from this? And you can break down the different symbols in your story and then as symbols, not part of the story, and then play with them. So like if you have a a red dress on a bed, 
Okay, what does a red dress represent to you? What does the color red represent to you? What does a bed represent to you? Totally different from the meaning and the context of the story. So it might be like red is like, ooh, passion and sex and fire, right? And a dress is like beauty and elegance. And a bed is rest and rejuvenation. So what would it mean to have, you know, sex and passion and fire and beauty and elegance on a place of rest? Mm. Huh. Like, see, I just made a story for myself Mm -hmm. that to me, like I'm going to interpret right now on the fly, is in an integration of those things in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I have passion and also have rest and be at rest in the desire that I have to create in the world? So I just made all of that up on the fly. I do that with clients, by the way, sometimes, and you can do it yourself. It's really exciting and you will unearth some really good stuff that you can use for your own personal understanding, for marketing your business and communicating with clients. So Stephanie, you've given us five great points, but I think the takeaway for today is the on marketing and really being true to yourself is what I really took away from it. Being authentic and true to yourself um, and having limitless possibilities. Just putting it out there and not boxing yourself into a category. This is what I want. This is the certain criteria. Yes, you know, there's financial goals that people want to achieve. There's different things, but really infinite possibilities really um, stood stood with me because we do box ourselves. We do say, okay, this is what I want for the next goal. But just thinking about sharing my story and not, not having the pressure of this has to check box this thing and doing things authentically and organically is what I really took away from today. Mm, Cool. Yeah. And we're already doing it without noticing it. It's like when we begin to do it intentionally is when we can actually connect all of those things to, to authentically and organically create what it is that we actually want. Yes. So Stephanie, where can people find you? Um, you can go to my website. It's theawakenedbusiness.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook. I'm sharing a lot of content on my first personal Facebook profile. So I invite you to come friend me if you want to. Stephanie Benedetto Padovani on Facebook. It's a mouthful. If you can get there, you get like extra. I will write points. it. It's <laughs> <laughs> they will get your information, your website, and your phone name so they can find you on Facebook. <laughs> cool. Stephanie, thank you so much for taking this time and dropping all these amazing knowledge nuggets for the Beauteous Me podcast. I really do appreciate it. Oh, you are most welcome. Thank you, Jamili. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag Podcast for your feedback.